spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Monday. You know, this time next week, uh, we might be talking about the Oscars. Oh. Because the Oscars are Who's getting are punched this weekend? <laughs> Sunday. Boy, would you want to be a comedian? At the Oscars this uh, this Sunday, you can't do any bad jokes about anybody's wife. Uh, don't do that. You'll Jeez. be in trouble. And uh, Chris Rock got loose this weekend. He, and he got loose. Crushed Will Smith and uh, Jada Pinkett uh, Smith. Is yeah. that it? Yeah. I always get yeah, yeah. whoever she yeah. decides well, to be that day. Well, it's a, <laughs> they have an open marriage. They do. That's weird. I didn't think he knew about it, but they do. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think, think that was part of the problem. <laughs> But but the Oscars, okay. Listen, I know you're you're a guy that doesn't really watch it. I don't watch it. Becky Lynn, do you watch the Oscars? Sometimes I do, and I may watch this year. No, you're gonna watch this year. Why? Yeah, um, I liked some of the movies that okay. are nominated for Best Picture, and I want to see who wins. Okay, let's What's take... nominate everything, everywhere, all the time, every place, all the time, everywhere. Yeah. And you oh, know, yeah, I haven't that, seen yeah. that movie, but it's gotten a lot of great accolades, so that's on my list. Um, Elvis is nominated. Okay, it's a good movie. Yes. Uh, best actor and best actress. Let's get rid of those things. Let's do it. That's apparently what they're talking about. It won't necessarily happen this year, but it could happen maybe next year. Awards with uh, without gender categories. Of course, we have to talk about this. So if you're if you're up for best actor, you're a man. If you're up for best actress, you're a woman. Well, what about somebody who says, "I don't know which one I am." Are we uh, going to have three categories now? I don't think so. I think you're going to have one. And if you can have one category, which means you're not going to... Uh, you're not going to cut the awards in half. You're not going to... Well, in terms of time, yes. Well, but you're only giving out one award. You're going to give it... What's the best well, award? Best or Supporting, be- two. Yeah, but you're only giving... Instead of best male, oh, yeah, yeah, best yeah. female, you're only giving out one award but for each. But you're only going to lose two awards, right? There's nothing else that's separated, right? Yeah, and those I are two big ones. Yeah. yeah, but that yeah. only, you know... I'm not going to cut the time off that much. Yeah, I don't know why we need this. I I think a lot of us are are kind of scratching our heads saying, do we really need this? So why why would they be doing something like this? They're doing something like this because, well, what if there is, uh, and we're not even talking about like a trans actor. They've picked a side, male or female. Pick one. What do you like? Great. You went that way? I'm fine with it. They're talking about... You know, someone who says, well, on Tuesday, I felt like a guy, but on Wednesday, it felt like a girl. So non-gender. They don't. They're in the middle. Non-gender specific individuals who uh, want to blah, blah. You know, I mean, I'm I'm non-binary. I'm not choosing a side. Right, right. I'm not here to make fun of them because, listen, I'll do that for both of us. You can do it. I'm just like I've always said, just pick a side. I love you no matter what. I don't care if you're gay, you're straight. I'm going to call you by your name. Not her. I'm not doing that either. I'm going to call you by your name. I'm not doing a pronoun. Okay. So, but but in terms of an award, if you are an act, if you are if you're an actor, you're you, and you did a great job in a motion picture, but you're you're you know when it tom- comes time to check the box of male or female, you're not checking either one. Okay. Here's the question: Which one do you enter? Best actor or best actress? Do you, do you enter, well, I was born a woman, so I'm going to enter Best Actress. No, I don't want to do that because I don't feel like I'm a woman or a man. But when so, I did this movie, maybe I didn't feel like a woman. Well, and now they're just saying, just forget the Best Actor, forget the Best Actress, let's have one category. Best 
performance is what they're going to say. Right. By so, a person who LARPs. <laughs> you would have, but, but what you would have is men and women in one category for just the best actor. So I, all these movies out there, you're just going to get one person. It might be a man. It might be a woman or it might be uh, a one without a gender. That's actually been talked about before. Yeah. I know. Before any of this ever came up. About uh, you know non-binary. It's totally that maybe un- you just pick right. who was the best performer. But it's totally period. unfair. It's totally unfair. Why is it totally because unfair? Because if you're a woman, you're never getting that big. You most of the time you are you are paid less and you are secondary in the movie. Unfortunately, well, that's unfortunate. That's what happens in movies. Depending I mean, on who you are. Depending on who you are. But let's say that let's say that there are f- five movies out that were just incredible, and and you got the five male stars, and they're the. M- but maybe I can a, flip it around and maybe say it's a female Hollywood. star. Maybe you could fe- have the greatest thing of all, and they might say, you know, this year we're going to give it to a black lesbian, uh, you know, because it's Hollywood, right? Remember, were Oscars so white? Was that a few years ago? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. still very white, by the way. <laughs> very white. <laughs> so, but there are more male parts. In movies, and I mean, even uh, Jamie, more meaty parts. Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis said it. Um, let's see. She said, um, was it Jamie Lee Curtis? I don't know. Oh, it was Patricia Arquette. She said, there's still a lot of male parts. Well, then why don't we just have movies where there's no men in it? Uh, I don't it know. Makes if, everybody feel better. I don't know if this would be fair. That's what she said, you know? So. I, I kind of get it. Like, there could be one year where it's all women. And it could be one and year then, where it's all men. And there could be... Right. And, and, and there's going like to be the director category often yeah. ends up being. Remember, that's been yeah. a squawk about the director category forever. And if, if, a, if a... Is it non-binary? Is that it? Yeah. All right. If there's a, a, a gender neutral, if you will, actor or actress uh, that even it gets to be... Uh, 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 a, a big star in the movie and then is nominated. Isn't that the only time it's a problem? Isn't that it? You got to put up someone non-binary, right? Yeah. Because if you don't, else, then what's the point? Uh, so right? we're changing all the rules just for one Oscars, person. Gender so specific instead of Oscar so white. I mean, it's going to... Here's the problem with the intersectionality world of trying to be so woke. You're... Bending over backwards to try to fit everybody in, and in doing so, you're going to have to exclude somebody or somebody's going to be unhappy. You're never going to get it right. It wasn't broken, but now it is broken. Right. If you make it all black, everybody's going to be upset. Well, that's stupid. Make it just what it is as a meritocracy. It's like this person gave the best performance, period, case closed, and we're going to move on with our life. You can't do that anymore because somebody's going to feel it's like right. it, it, you can't you can have win. a general acting category where it ends up being all male nominees one year. Or it's all female nominees one year. And then, so it's all female nominees one year. Then you've got guy, men who make great movies. They they don't get recognized. Wise man Steve Zinsmeister. It's a bit of a double-edged sword for the women, too. Jamie Lee Curtis came out and said, I'm all for more inclusive categories. But at the same time, women are already underrepresented in the industry. She's right. Compared to men. She's right. So now I have to compete with all the men that are She's overrepresented right. in the Absolutely. industry. Absolutely. Yeah. They don't have their own award. Well, then we just give them an award. Why don't we just do this? General and then a woman's award. 
right? And then an award for a black person, an award for a gay person. Oh, gosh. We'll give an award for everybody. Right? If you're a straight white male, you're excluded from these awards. And the men would be ticked because they have to compete with Meryl Streep now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> just, well, we'll just every... of, we'll just, how about this? We get rid of the awards. Just send somebody a thing that says, congratulations, you've won an award for being pretty darn good at what you do. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, just, participation trophies. Right. There you go. <laughs> right. They already get those goodie bags, right? That's I, right. I saw this year it, it's about 160 grand. Oh my you gosh, get three that's... acres on the ocean somewhere. <laughs> that's amazing. What? Yeah, that's like one that's of these in things. That's the goodie bag? Yeah, it's one of the goodie bags. You get like three acres or some ridiculous thing on a, on a uh, like a, uh, it's just so I, insane. I'm not trying to be mean here. Do you know of a gender neutral um uh, 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 actor or a- act, you know, a- I'm I gonna think say you actor. can use actor. You can use actor correctly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Would both. it be okay. Elliot Page or is Elliot gone I full think, male? Yeah, I think are they full the okay. other way? Yeah. Is Elliot up for uh, the, no. the, the no. okay? Then no. what are we talking about? No, we're talking about me and Morinkle. This is part of the the you know the diversity, equity, inclusion thing. The DEI. This is what it's about. You're we not going to run into this problem almost ever. You're but, not going to run into but this But we've problem. got to make sure that we have prepared this. How about we just get rid of the awards? Who's yeah. up for that? I think if you ask not these Hollywood. people, ever since the violence I saw last year, it was I can't get over this. No, no, no. The violence was, the violence was awesome last year. That was the best year, year ever. <laughs> we and need more probably, of that, actually. Yeah, I think that would be more entertaining if you had to fight for your Oscar. <laughs> they put it up there, and now you have to fight the guy that or a gal who gave you the Oscar. Awards without gender categories. So it would mean you're getting rid of best actor, best actress, and you just have one category. And the best people who are in the movie... This year's best LARPer is there you go. <laughs> live Goodness. action role player so is ridiculous. So we make life so much harder on ourselves when it doesn't have to be. There are people fighting for their lives today in Ukraine. Yes, you're you right. See that guy who got executed? He took a drag of a smoke and he looked at it and he says, "Long live Ukraine!" And then they shot him because he knew he was going to be executed. Yeah. And we're talking about should it be gender neutral? <laughs> you're right, Chad. You're right. We make life too hard here. We do. We do. We have nothing to fight against because our world is so good, so we make stuff up to be angry about. Coming up next. Coming up. Why is it uh, more expensive to go to a spring training game than a regular season Diamondbacks game? Have you guys heard about this? This is outrageous. Now, this is something that I'm mad about. Outrageous. This is outrageous. First world problems. This is definitely a first world problem. It's up next. Gatos Chacha. The Gatos Big Q Poll Question, brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. All right, KTAR.com. It's Gatos Big Q Poll Question, right side of the page. I just ask a simple question. Simple. Uh, Spring training is back in the Valley. Will you go to a game? Yes or no? We know that spring training brings a lot of money in. Uh, People come from uh, all over America to watch these games. It's warm here. Uh, You know, we make money in Arizona from the people coming here. Rental cars, restaurants, hotels, you know, you name it. Uh, So we, you know, for me, it's like, yeah, yeah, I'll go to a spring training game. I don't know if you're going to want to go to a spring training game. Why? How much would you pay for a spring training game ticket? Like, I'm going to tell you right now. I, I, want, it, I, want, I want it cheap. I don't know anybody. Uh, you know, what's they're... a regular season? Steve, you would know this because Steve's been to many uh, games. Uh, what's a regular season uh, game cost? For the D-backs? Want, where do you want to D-backs. sit? Just a regular... Something decent. Mid-level ticket. Nothing too expensive. Not, so not to the front let's row. talk down the line, maybe. Yeah. Maybe you're not right behind the dugout. I'd say probably like 30 or 40. 
Thirty bucks, maybe. Yeah. Okay, thirty bucks. Okay. That's that's for mid level down the line, kind of. And uh, that's regular the, season. Regular season, okay. probably. Yeah. And Wise man, you wanted to go and see the Giants. I was trying to see the Giants at Scottsdale Stadium. It's the only stadium I haven't been to yet. Okay, Saturday or a Sunday. And your ticket costs, you didn't buy it because of what it cost. What did it cost? Uh, I was thinking about going Sunday. It's my day off, and a friend and I wanted to go. But the lawn tickets, where you sit on the grass, you don't even have a seat. So that'll be cheaper. $125 a person. Excuse me? That's insane. For this Sunday's Giants game. That is absolutely insane. How, How is that possible? That is insane. I, I, that's just crazy. I don't get it. Why, now, why would it be so expensive? Now, I thought this was just a, okay, it's in the middle of Scottsdale. It's a fancier area. Giants are a popular team. So I looked at some other games. Okay. The Cubs and the Dodgers are playing in Glendale that day. Lawn tickets. $117 a piece. The D-backs at the Angels in Tempe. That's not even a great ballpark. Behind the dugout, $100. Yeah, no. Absolutely not. Spring training is supposed to be fun. Spring training, you're watching ball players that probably aren't going to make the team. You're not seeing a, you're not seeing you're not seeing Aaron Judge in a lot of spring training games. I'm just going to say it. So what do you? So you're going just to be at a ballpark. You're not going to see you know superstars. You're going it, just to see a bowl game, and I have to pay one hundred and twenty five dollars. You've been to spring training. Was it like this pre COVID? Definitely not the prices. I think that the, because this is one of the first, like, big, we're all back spring trainings. Because remember, two years ago, they canceled it halfway through. So I think it's just the exclusivity of it, the fact that everybody's back But officially. what was 2022? We had spring training here last yeah, year. we did. There weren't any restrictions. We weren't doing COVID stuff. So, wow. So it's been a year. Ridiculous. I, like, that's more expensive than, like... Like a lot of good, like you could get Suns tickets now for a hundred bucks. Now keep in mind, like this is ballpark to ballpark, right? Like some are more expensive than others. Some yeah. it depends on like what you team they're go playing. See, like whatever crappy team. If you wanted to go to a Maryvale game on a Tuesday, you could probably sit on the lawn for twenty bucks. Okay, but Scottsdale, it's one hundred and twenty bucks. Yeah, any team you actually would want to go see. Can you bring your own beverages? No. Okay, because you, you know a lot of people. Do I like get to, to throw pitting, uh, batting practice? <laughs> yeah, can I shag some flies? For 120 bucks, I'm throwing batting practice. <laughs> For 120 bucks, he's throwing me batting practice. Your dream. And you know what suck is you'd strike out, and you're like, oh my god, I got a hurt I shoulder. Strike out, and then food and drinks. Throw a nasty knuckler, right? And you want to go? I want to take my son. He's seven years old. Let's go. That's that. You're in the hole for two, three hundred dollars. Yeah. For a spring training game, that is a ripoff. That's a ripoff. You know, baseball doesn't get it, man. They just don't get it. Yeah. They don't want to bring anybody new in. You know, they're trying to change some of the rules and stuff because people are bored with it. You know what? Honestly, maybe the tickets are so expensive uh, because people don't want to go. And the people that do want to go, they're going to make them pay. you've got a massive amount of people that have come out here from all over the place, and they're coming out to watch baseball. And they and have to pay willing they to have spend to. whatever it needs to be Great to point. get into the game. So if you came out to watch the Giants in, in Scottsdale, 
you're not going to say no to a hundred dollar ticket. No, you clearly. have to go. You came out here to see that, and you're so fine these, with that. So these tickets are not priced for us in Phoenix. They're, that's what they're, that's they're what priced it is. for the fans of these teams well, who are coming out from all over the country. Yeah. If you're coming out from Chicago and it's 16 degrees with a wind chill of minus 10, yeah. uh, you're willing to spend 120 bucks to watch your Cubs who right. suck play uh, the Seattle Mariners. Well, I think we learned a lot here. They're, these tickets are not for us. They are not for anybody who lives here in Phoenix. No. Or the Valley. They are for, you know, let's just use the Giants. The Giants fans that are coming out here. Those are the ones that are going to that are gonna uh, buy the tickets. And if you're like us and we just want to go to a ball game, we'll go to the cheap one. Yeah. We'll go for $20. bucks. i will sit on the lawn for $20. It'll be fun to watch a game because it's such a small park. It's intimate. Yeah. You get to do that. You get to watch the guys, you know, practice. You get to see guys you're never going to hit. Yeah, you but know, I'm not going to do it. I'm not doing 125 bucks. No, no. All right. Uh, enjoy the $125 lawn seats. Tell us how, tell if it was worth it. Yeah, tell us if it was worth it. What do I get for 125 at a regular season Diamondbacks game? You get a grass stain. You could sit in the dugout. Talk to the <laughs> I think you get to play. I gotta you get go a free jersey. I got to go out and I got to do the thing with yeah. my arm where I'm calling out the. Can right I drive the lefty? bullpen cart? Oh, do they still have the? That'd be so. Or awesome. maybe I could be like uh, Randy Johnson. Do they still do the races? Randy Johnson versus Mark Grace versus Gonzo, or one's dressed up as uh, ketchup and the other one is is you know mustard. I don't know. <laughs> you know that. All right. Holding up the headlines. Coming up next. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR. On air. 92.3 FM. Online at KTAR.com. And streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic. Now. It's 3.30. You know what that means. It's time for us to hold up the headlines with the headlines. Here we go with Becky Lynch. Well, the former Republican candidate for Secretary of State, Mark Fincham, has been sanctioned by an Arizona judge. KTAR host and Valley attorney Barry Markson says the judge found both Fincham's lawyer and Fincham himself filed an election contest lawsuit against his opponent, Adrian Fontes, quote, without substantial justification. The judge has invited the defendants to submit their attorney's fees and costs to the court for consideration for the amount of the sanctions that the judge will eventually order. Markson adds this is in hopes to recuperate or recoup, I should say, the taxpayer funds lost fighting these lawsuits. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. I've said it before. I'll say it again. If you have no proof that your election was rigged, that there was a problem with it, and you go out in front of a court, um, I, I just think it's un-American. And I'll tell you why. What you're doing is you're, you're making people believe that something happened that was wrong. And that's un-American. Because what it, what, you know, do you know what the rest of the world loves that we do? We get to vote. Yeah. It's important. Not everybody gets to vote. There are dictators all over the world. Nobody's voting for them. We actually get to vote. And when you got a Mark Fincham or you get somebody else and you know and and all they do is say, Well, I was robbed and they don't have any proof. You're un-American. Absolutely. And you're eating up time at the court, and it's costing taxpayer money to defend it. And the more that we have tort reform and start holding people accountable for frivolous lawsuits, no matter what they are, the better it is for everybody. Yeah. All you're doing 
is getting some people to think that our elections are rigged and you got no proof. And that is un-American. All right. Holding up the headlines. Law enforcers on both sides of the Rio Grande are searching for four U.S. citizens kidnapped in Mexico. The FBI has not identified the four Americans, saying only that they were in a white minivan with North Carolina license plates. Not long after the van crossed the International Bridge from Brownsville, Texas to Matamoros, Mexico, gunmen opened fire, forcing the occupants out and into another vehicle that then sped away. The FBI is offering a $50,000 reward for the safe return of the victims and the arrest of the kidnappers. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. Uh, man, they tell you not to go there. They went there. They tell you how dangerous it is there, but people still went there knowing, and they did it in a way that was stupid. You had regular plates on your car when you crossed. You said, look at us. Come get us. And they did. Now, was it mistaken identity? Did these guys actually fall prey to an, you know, hey, we're taking somebody? Or was this, uh, were they maybe in something over their head? I don't know. But I just look around and I say the chances of getting them back, if it's the cartels that took them, mm. eh, maybe slim to none. There are parts of Mexico you don't go to. Yeah. And from everything that I read about Matamoros, you're not going there. Now, I just got back from Rocky Point. Rocky Point's very safe. Maybe some of you had a problem here and there. That's going to happen no matter where you are. But, you know, you've got to know where you're going. And if you're going into a place that is dangerous, like Matamoros, Mexico, don't go. And I feel bad because apparently they went... Because they needed um, medicine, they, they needed pills. Maybe they were doing it for nonprofit. Maybe they were doing something. Maybe they needed it to live. I mean, I don't, and they couldn't afford it here. But again, with all, you know, how many, how many times do they say, "Don't go to Rocky Point, Mexico"? I don't hear that. How about Matamoros? Don't go there. Okay, I'll listen. Got to know which part of Mexico you're going to. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and they they and didn't they did heed the warning, and they no. are paying the price. And sad, God, God willing, they'll find them. But at this point, uh, it seems to be rather quiet. All right, holding up the headlines. Governor Hobbs is choosing a new director of the Arizona Child Safety Department. KTAR's Nick Sadowski is live with who that is. She is putting David Lujan in charge of the Department of Child Safety over a month after her first selection for the role, Matthew Stewart, resigned. David Lujan says he's honored and wants to work, quote, toward creating a more inclusive and equitable state. He recently served as CEO of the Children's Action Alliance. Live in the News Center, Nick Sadowski, KTAR News. I, I got to tell you, I, 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 I'm all for being inclusive, but I'm hearing it every single time there's a job that's there. What, Even if it has nothing to job? do with anything. Like, what is your job? What's, yeah. what's your job? Is it to be inclusive or is it to be, you know what? I got to take care of kids' safety. You never, I never hear anybody go, you know what? I want to be competent. I want to be confident and I want to make people confident and do my job. It's like if you don't use that word, then everybody thinks you're not inclusive. Yeah. And right? that's all that matters. In a day and age now where all that matters is in- inclusivity. I'm not against it. I, but I, why do I need to hear it all the time? It's about taking care of the kids. I want to be more inclusive. What no. does it have to do with the kids? It, it really is. It's incredible. Oh my God. It's like if you're if you are part of a government job and you don't say that word, you're, you're in either, trouble. You're in trouble. You're in trouble. I'd like to know how you're going to take care of kids. How are you going to keep kids? I safe? want to stop trains from crashing, and I want to do that by being more inclusive. What? It's <laughs> the way it is now. All Hold right. up deadlines. The president supports Congress making the District of Columbia 
a state. That's the word today from White House spokesperson Karine Jean-Pierre. He encourages Congress to put uh, to pass a bill that makes D.C. a state and he will sign it. She says the president's been very clear that he believes D.C. should be a state. Never going to happen. Was never meant to be a state. Was never meant to be a place where human beings lived. It was meant to be a place where people go and they do the politics of the day sent by the people and then you go home. Somehow now they want it to become a state. It isn't going to happen. Yeah, but I thought I, I thought I is could it could it be that they wanted to become a state so so that a certain political party could Democrats yes there'll be all Democrats there have yeah and then they would take they could take over what they could get more control of the House and the Senate right. as a, they're adding things to it not going to happen and one of the things too did you see though he went against the Democrats and said Who, yeah Biden? we got to get rid of these crime bills that they have in D.C. because this stuff's nuts. Hmm. But never, it's not going to happen. All right. Every day at 3.30, we hold up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news. We interrupt and give you our take on the day's top stories. It's all brought to you by Carol Royce, your home sold, guaranteed realties, higherprice.com. All right. Does, uh, being, does being short make you a sociopath mm-hmm. or a psychopath? But both scientists are weighing in. We'll talk about it next. Hey, KD, I hear he's pretty good. He's going to have his uh, home opener for uh, the old Suns. You win lower-level tickets. You text KD to 411-923. Enter for your chance to win. That's the Thunder game Wednesday. You're also going to get two Kevin Durant jerseys. Text KD to 411-923. little skilo there. He wishes he was a little bit taller. That's funny because KD is seven feet tall. Seven with a 28-foot wingspan. There are some times where he takes a shot. You cannot defend him. No, that's the whole point. It's impossible. And he's on our team. Guys jump, and he doesn't. He doesn't. And his or, it's <laughs> almost like he's Mr. Stretcho guy or whatever Unreal. his name was. And just, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. So Wednesday's going to be fun. Yeah. So That place is going to go berserk. I mean, this is the first time that KD will be in a home Suns jersey, and that place will be packed, and it will feel like a playoff game. And it's they're and two you, and zero, right, with him, or three and zero, three and zero. And you could possibly go to that game, yeah, and get two KD. How great jerseys. is that? Fantastic, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Uh, speaking of tall. Uh, if you're not tall, you could be a psycho. Jesus. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not what I'd say. It's what the study says. Study proves short person syndrome uh, is real, and they're more likely to be psychopaths. U.S. scientists studied the condition. <laughs> Notice the Napoleon complex. Here's the thing about Napoleon. Yeah. Napoleon was 5'2", according to the French. Yeah, he wasn't 5'2". He wasn't. He was no. actually normal height. Remember the French back in the day, you probably don't remember this, they measured uh, essentially right, a, petite. an inch was, our inch was only, for them, was, was they, they did by centimeters, was much smaller. So how tall do you think Napoleon he was? He was about 5'7", five, 5'8", five, okay. which is about the average height for the day. All right, it's true. So, but somebody painted him as small, yeah. which made him, you know, went after this. But They call it the Napoleon complex, yes, right? Yes. So, you think that's real? Uh, well, I mean, I, I think people, yeah. I know. think it's real. Uh, I think it's real for some people. Wait, wait, talk, how many? We do a story once a month, right? About guys who are like, I spent three hundred thousand dollars to gain four inches yeah. on my height. I have the most painful surgery Ever. of all time, and I've gotten three more inches. And what do they always say? I'd never go back. And what do they do? Break your legs, and they then they break stretch your legs, legs out. They put right. something in there, and they stretch you out inch over inch, right? 
over inch as far like centimeter over centimeter every day. You have to like like with your braces, you know, when you get the thing and they they, sure. they and it's your the teeth. same kind of thing except oh. with the most painful thing ever. <laughs> now, how did they find this out? Okay, so if the, you're short, you're a psychopath. Yes, yes, that's what they're saying. All right, uh, they did a the dirty. Dozen dark triad questionnaire. What, 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 what is it's that? It's a big questionnaire that a lot of people are using now, and it shows you Machiavellianism, okay, psychopathy, and narcissism. Okay. So it answers you. It answers you questions like, uh, you know, uh, like, uh, you ready for this? Yeah. I tend to manipulate in order to get my way. What's wrong with that? Right. Oh, wait a minute. Yes. So do you strongly <laughs> agree? Disagree? Right. And then it's psychopath. I tend to lack remorse. I tend to be more concerned with morality. <laughs> I tend to be callous right? and narcissism. I tend to want others to admire me. I tend to want others to pay attention to we me. We should not be taking this quiz by, yeah. by ourselves. No, I mean, you and I, uh, narcissism, psychopathy. I, I, the lacking remorse. No, no, I, I lack. I, I have remorse. Unconcerned about morality. I, I have concern about that. You have concerns about morality. Uh, I tend to be cynical. You put that up there, though. I totally agree with that one at times. <laughs> right? Who doesn't? <laughs> in, the, in the world we live in. But that's what does that have to do with you being short? Well, that did it was short men, and what they found out was, hey, guess what? Short guys tend to. Machiavellianism, okay. right? They want to manipulate for power. They tend to be a little bit more psychopathy. They tend to lack morality and narcissistic because they're short. They're battling with, I want everybody to look at me. Of course we're looking at you. You're so cute. Oh. <laughs> oh, you're so terrible. Yeah. El Chapo. There's a perfect example. How tall was El Chapo? I was what, 5'3", five, 5'4"? Five, Jeez. Yeah, he was he sweet. 5'3". Yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm scared of that guy. Yeah, I'm scared. They said, uh, and here's the thing: the study said, surprisingly, both mm. genders exhibit more signs of the dark triad traits if they were shorter. So even women who are shorter uh, tend to have some of those Machiavellianism kind of things. Very interesting. So it's not just the guys. I thought it would be a confidence thing. Yeah. You know, if well, like, I think it's part of that's it. So I you manipulate it, to right? to maybe give yourself more com- confidence. Yeah. Because you yeah. feel like you're always well. I mean, but it's also you could ask. You know, we've talked about that women won't date. You know, if you're six foot and you make forty grand, they'll date you. If you're five six, you got to make two hundred thousand for that same woman to date you. So there's some narcissism and something there too, right? On both sides. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Shorter women can use deception to appear more desirable or to gain protection or resources. Exactly. Shorter men can demand respect, impose costs on others, and they tend to uh, struggle with narcissistic traits. Fascinating. It is, right? And what is this report called? The, oh, it is the, oh, well, it's just the a dirty, report. The Dirty, dirty Dozen. Okay. All right? So the Dirty Dozen Dark Triad Questionnaire, which is what we all should, we should get this and take it. <laughs> no, we should not. We should totally do I it. I don't want to take this quiz. I do. I don't want to take what any What if you quiz? get it and it just says fail? You're like, oh, I'm oh. psycho. I knew it. Or it says you're all of the above. There you go. And you're like, I got some self-improvement to do. <laughs> I really need to get some help. <laughs> <laughs> all right, coming up next. Four Americans kidnapped in Mexico. Is it still safe to travel there? Talk about it. Gatos and Chad Show.